This weekend, we celebrate the solemnity of the most holy trinity. We believe in one God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In this, we understand God as a community of persons bound together in love. And therefore, we're able to understand God as not simply having love, but being love itself. I know you've heard me quote Bishop Fulton J. Sheen before, but he shared an image of this relationship of love. And this is a, an image that we often share with people that are preparing for marriage. I'm gonna paraphrase Bishop Sheen. He said, the father loves the son so much, and the son loves the father so much that their love is expressed in the person of the Holy Spirit. Isn't that a beautiful image? A community of persons bound together in love. Today's first reading from Proverbs paints a similar concrete image of love using very poetic language that evoke this image. Words like creativity, playing, and delight. This reading speaks of the personification of wisdom as being beside God at the dawn of creation before the heavens and earth were even created. It speaks of wisdom being at his side as his craftsman as the heavens were formed and the foundations of the earth were laid. You know, the next words bring me a lot of joy to hear. Wisdom says, and I was his delight day by day, playing before him all the while, playing on the surface of the earth, and I found delight in the human race. Now, some scripture scholars believe that wisdom in this proverb refers to the Holy Spirit. And that causes me to have a lot of joy because it paints the image of God who is overflowing with life, creativity, and joy. And because it tells me that God delights in the human race, in me and in all of you. Let the image sink in for a minute. God delights in the human race. God delights in me and God delights in each and every one of you. In today's gospel, this divine unity of three persons of the most holy trinity is again displayed. Jesus tells his disciples that there is so much more that he has to tell them and that the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, will come to guide them to all truth. He'll glorify Jesus, taking from Jesus what Jesus has from the Father and declaring it to us. Like in the first reading, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit working together to enlighten the world and his people in truth because of the vast love that he has for all of us as we heard in today's second reading from Romans. What do we hear? What do Romans tell us? He said, we now have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by our faith to the grace in which we stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Do you hear what he just said? He is words that should make us the happiest people on the face of the earth. He is words like peace, grace, stand, hope, and glory. And these words should encourage us beyond any doubt we have of God's purpose for us. The grace in which we stand reminds us that as God's daughters and sons, we are called by the peace that we have with God through the faith in Jesus to stand in the grace that he's given us. God wants us to stand, to stand upright before him because of his love which he's poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to each one of us at our baptism. 
Today's readings remind us that God's love cannot help but overflow in loving acts of creation, in taking delight in the human race, in revealing himself to us, and in revealing the plans that he has for us. And finally, in calling us to stand before him as his beloved daughters and sons, made in his image, the image of the most holy trinity, to reach out as he does in overflowing love for each other. As I stand here today, looking out at this ambo at you, I see the love that God's poured into your hearts. This love which you have received from God, you've also shared so many times with so many people despite living in some difficult situations. I can't believe it's been two years since I was last here asking for your help in supporting the home of the Holy Angels. And when I was here in 2020, the pandemic was still underway. Father Charles was unable to travel. People everywhere were struggling with so many issues that they were suddenly facing. Yet despite all of this, you reached out with great loving support for Father Charles and the children at the home of the Holy Angels in Uganda. The Holy Spirit was truly present with all of you that day, inspiring you to reach out to the children. Today, I wanna to share some good news with you. Actually, I wanna share some really great news with you and how your generous gifts of love have provided seeds of hope for these children. But before I do that, I'd like to provide a little information about the Home of the Holy Angels for folks who might not know about it. In 2008, when he was visiting his home country in Uganda, Father Charles was walking along a road when suddenly a five-year-old boy named, um, boy, why am I drawing a blank here? Joseph, it's my middle name for crying out loud, right? So Joseph called out to him and said, Father, can you help me? And so he did. It turns out that Joseph's parents had both died from AIDS. This meeting, God planted a seed in Father Charles' heart. And he came back here and with your generous help, two years later, was able to go back, find Joseph and 24 other children and take them to the home of the Holy Angels. Over the years, the school on campus grew to care for more than 200 children. However, like the rest of the world, Uganda was hit by the COVID-19 virus and we were forced to, by the government, temporarily close the school, suspend the classes. Despite the severity of the lockdown, the almost complete lack of deliveries of essential goods and services to the country and the numerous roadblocks involved when travel actually was occasionally allowed, Access to groceries, pharmacies, and all the essential items had been severely restricted, not to mention a massive increase in cost. Traveling to the city more than 140 kilometers away had to be done during daylight hours, and anyone caught traveling after those hours could be arrested. Each trip father made to the city in an aging truck in dire need of support, or being replaced, literally placed him in a great amount of danger but it was a risk he was willing to take because of the love that he had for the children. And your prayers and encouragement and support gave him what he needed to continue this mission of caring for these children that had no one else to care for them. Today, I'm happy to announce that the Ugandan government has allowed most schools, including the Home of the Holy Angels, to resume classes. And not only that, despite the pandemic, the children have completed testing and have been allowed to move on to the next grade. Historically, our kids have placed in the top 10% of all the schools in the district and in all the surrounding districts. But it, even more amazing is what I'm about to share with you. Never discount the power of the Holy Spirit to move on the hearts of his people. 
Despite the other schools having to permanently close in Uganda, the home of the Holy Angels is not only reopened, but it's also grown. And through your loving support and the support of an anonymous donor, the seeds you helped sow have grown to include the Saints William and Helen Secondary and Vocational Education School. With the Saints William Helen School, the children will be able to continue their education beyond what is the equivalent here of a sixth grade education. And prepare for life outside of the school with the skills they need to safely make their way in the world. They're still going to face a lot of challenges, but they'll be much better prepared to care for themselves than they would have been, like Joseph when he was five, being unable to care for himself. So how can you help? We're still in need of money to operate the school, and like here, the costs of most things have increased. There are a growing number of mouths to feed, teachers and matrons to pay, clothing, school supplies, books, everything else it takes to run a school and a home. Now, with the Saints William Helen Secondary and Vocational School, the need's even greater because we've got more mouths to feed, more teachers and matrons to pay, more uniforms, clothing, school, uh, you name it, in order to successfully run a secondary and a vocational school. But the benefits to the kids over time are priceless. For less than $2 each day, we can provide one primary school student with a safe and caring place to live, food, clothing, medical care, and an education. And more importantly, we're able to restore the sense of family that these kids have lost through the death of their parents. For less than $3 a day, we can do the same for one secondary school child with the same caring place to live, with food, clothing, medical care, and education. But we can provide them with a secondary school education that they're going to need to either move into university or with vocational training, such as in agriculture, to allow them to go out into the world and begin caring for themselves as adults. Now, the recent economic downturn that we experience here has especially impacted Uganda. Plans to provide consistent power to the secondary school has hit many roadblocks, including trying to obtain the necessary components needed, like power lines and transformers and similar items. Powering the secondary school with on-site generators has gotten to be really expensive since the cost of fuel has doubled, just like here. We also have a need to provide dormitories for the secondary school students. Currently, our classrooms are serving double duty. They're classrooms, and they're also dormitories at night. Um, the children are supervised 24 hours a day via our matrons and our teachers. And we're also using the convent to help house the adults. Despite all these challenges, the home of the Holy Angels and the Saints William and Helen Secondary and Vocational Schools continue to work towards providing a path to independence for the children and helping them attain a future with a hope. And with your generous and loving support, we will continue to be able to care for the children who already live at the home of the Holy Angels and now at the Saints William and Helen Secondary School and God willing to expand our ability to care for more of these children who God continues to send to us each and every year. If you'd like to help Father Charles to continue to care for these beautiful children, please consider making a donation today. If you're writing a check, just make it out to St. Margaret Mary like you always do, but in the memo line, put in KUDU, which is Kibali Uganda Development Union. That's the arm of the Humble Angels that is here in the United States. If you're not able to help today, then please drop off your donation during the week and just make sure you indicate that it's for KUDU. 
And if you get a chance, visit our website at helpkidabali.org to learn more about this ministry, which you, I mean, you've been a part of since 2008 when Father came back and in 2010 when we opened the school. We're going to have people in the courtyard after the Mass if you want to talk. Um, we've got a little pamphlet to hand out. And if you have any questions, we'd love to, to speak with you. May God bless you always for your support of both Father Charles and the children at the Home of the Holy Angels and now the Saints William and Helen Secondary School. Thank you.